Hi, this is Joe Shannon. I'm a lawyer, a husband, a father of six kids, and I also uh, host a podcast called Opening Statement with Joe Shannon. Please consider listening to our podcast on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple, and any other folks that host podcasts. Just Google Joe Shannon and podcast and you'll find it. I hope you enjoyed the show. So today um, we are blessed and lucky and grateful that um, we coaxed uh, Michelle Piccioni as or Mrs. Piccioni as I like to call her um, in my formal sense. Um, as a Catholic school kid, I always called the principal and the teachers by Mrs. or Miss or whatever. And so that's, I continue that to this day. Um, but we are, we are lucky to have uh, Mrs. Piccioni join us today um, from um, the environment which she's not used to, which is being at home working. But um, so we're, st- we're May 6th, 2020 right now, and we're all still going through the stay-at-home type of thing for schools, which is an especially huge juggling thing for a principal of a high school. So we're going to talk to her a little bit about that, a little bit about the school, and how she's coping, and all these types of things. So welcome, Mrs. Piccioni. Oh, thank you so very much, Mr. Shannon. It's a delight to speak with you this morning. So um, tell me, um, Mrs. Piccioni, um, the... The school that we're talking about uh, was was founded in 1926, and so we're nearing, we're getting near that 100-year celebration, which is pretty amazing. Um, tell me what it's like to, to work at St. Joan. Oh, St. Joan of Arc is a magical place for me to work. Um, and I say that because it's, it's so full of love, and it's full of um, kindness and compassion and all of the things that we want to find in a school or a workplace. And it's unusual to find such a place where teachers uh, embrace all of that. The culture is just a fantastic place for me. I have felt at home since the moment I walked through the doors of St. Joan of Arc. Um, I am finishing up my fifth year there right now. Oh, that's great. So, um, so tell us a little bit about your upbringing, where, where you're from and, and uh, what got you on your path to St. Joan. Okay, um, I was born in California. Um, and I spent a short time there, um, and then I, my family and I relocated to Rhode Island. I have a large group of uh, family members there still. Um, I went to many different high schools there. We moved around the state, even though it's such a tiny place to live. Um, and I loved everything about it in terms of the way we grew up, playing outside all day long, going to the beach, and doing fun things like that. Um, I actually graduated from high school in California because as a teenager, um, when I was probably 16, I think, I I went out back to California for a very short time. Um, It's a place that I still love to go and to visit, um, but I do call Rhode Island home. I spent the majority of my time there. Oh, great. And then uh, where did you end up uh, being educated? So I went to college in Rhode Island. I went to Rhode Island College, which is primarily a teaching college. Um, I always know, knew that I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted, I loved children, but I also wanted to make a difference. Um, so I started right away at Rhode Island College after graduation. And um, I moved here though to Illinois 
Well, let's see, 1995. So I've been here a long time. I, I do love the Midwest. I think it's a perfect place to raise children, to be honest. Um, so while I was here, I ended up, I got a bachelor's degree in Rhode Island. And then when I moved here, I was teaching and I ended up going to um, Benedictine University and getting a degree in reading um, and literacy and then stayed home with my family. I was very blessed to do that for several years. Um, and then after that, I decided it was time to get back into the workforce. Actually, a, a principal in Glen Ellen tapped me on the shoulder and said, it's time for you to get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky for us that you ended up at St. Joan. And um, my one of my uh, enduring images of you is, um, so one of my jobs, I have plenty, but one of my jobs is to drop uh, my kids off to school in the morning. And so whether it's really cold or rainy or snowy, you're usually there at the door welcoming the kids. And um, I was pretty surprised that you knew um, the kids' names after a, about a month or so. It's a, I know it's embarrassing for you to be at, you know, give those kind of accolades, but you remember people's names pretty well. I really work hard at trying to know who everyone is. I feel like we're a family and, and I, I study the kiddos, you know, and I try to not only know them, but their interests. I try to know who their friends are. I try to know who their parents are. I think those connections really um, help us get to the heart of what we want to do at St. That's Jones. great. That's great. So um, let's break this down a little bit. So, um, you know, we, we both live in the Western suburbs. Um, yeah. And um, uh, we, we both have multiple kids and we have terrific uh, public schools um, in our suburbs that we were really blessed with that. And, um, you know, uh, some people have the choice, you know, choice to make whether or not to send their kids to primary school, um, to Catholic primary school. What are some of the reasons why, um, why people would choose St. Joan of Arc as their primary school for their, their children from K to eight? Our school is one that is really relationship driven. I think that, that what we we're just talking about, about learning the students' names, is just the very beginning of that. I think our teachers try to tailor, I know they do, they try to tailor our education to their students and their needs and their interests. But we're really trying to uh, form students in a way that we're, we're producing leaders, but we're also producing future saints. I think that's really important um, because we, do, we handle the education pretty well. We follow standards you know, that are driven by the state, but we actually do more than that. We teach more and we try to relate more. And I think those two things, teaching more and relating more, uh, makes us stand apart from most schools. I think that uh, St. Joan of Arc, like I started to talk about, is a magical place. I think when you walk into the doors, you can feel that. Uh, you can feel the relationships that the children have with the teachers and also with one another. Um, so that's why it's so important for me to get out there and to see all of the kids and to greet them and to talk to them. Um, and I think at first they might've thought it was a little, um, well, creepy maybe. <laughs> um, but I think they, they've grown to actually like that. Um, since you know we've been at home, I've heard from some of the little families and they've talked about um, missing that part of their day, missing the part where I say hello to them by name or missing the part of, about um, talking about their day or what's been going on in their lives. I'm trying to do that a little bit still from home. 
Um, but, but it makes a difference in the students. I think it creates an enduring, lasting learning experience. It's not just a surface level learning. Yeah, you know, I, I'll give a little bit of a testimonial here. So I'm a product of, so I'm one of uh, 10 kids. And uh, we were, you know, growing up, we, we didn't have a whole lot of money, but we lived across the street from the cathedral. And so um, all of us went to uh, primary school, high school, um, at the Catholic school. And so one of the things that, that I, I still remember are the teachers that actually, um, that taught me. And, you know, I, I don't necessarily think that I was really friends with them. It was more of a discipline factor. And it was more of a, I knew that they were there, um, especially the nuns that I, that I dealt with. The nuns were, that I dealt with were basically a, a discipline component for me because I was a very spoiled kid because, you know, the last one, my, my parents retired. We got to give them a break here. <laughs> but um, the, the second thing was is that there was really no quitting. That's if right. I was struggling with something, if I was, you know, had a behavior issue or whatever, we were going to get it right. It's just a matter. And it was a, it was kind of a little bit of a battle of wills. And so the one thing I knew about the nuns is they had God on their side. And so, you know what, I'm, I'm going to have to give up, but I really liked your, 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 the thing you said about your, you're trying to um, make saints. Um, that's a, you know, that, that's the component I think that, that people look at in uh, parochial education is the faith component. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's central. As, um, tell, tell us a little bit about that, the faith component at St. Joan. Well, that really starts at a very young age. You know, we talk um, about God. We talk about our relationship to God and how special that is um, beginning in preschool. Um, and we talk about it all day, every day. We start every day with morning announcements and morning prayer. I think that the children need to see, and the teachers are developed this way too, to know that Jesus is our friend. Jesus is the reason we are here. And our school exists really to, to serve God. That's why we exist. And um, of course we have, like I said before, you know, educational standards and we are doing everything we're supposed to be doing in that respect. Um, but I think that living out the gospel daily in our school is really so important. I think it becomes um, central to how we're forming the students and then what they become when they leave us. Um, so, you know, during this pandemic, we've had weekly challenges that we've put out on Instagram. And a lot of those are faith related because we wanna keep that connection going. Right? We want the kiddos to, to still uh, watch masks if they can on, on YouTube or, or that kind of thing. But we also want them to realize just because they're not in our building that faith hasn't stopped and their learning hasn't stopped and that connection is still there um, with Jesus. Because I think that um, it's so easy to feel isolated during these times and to know that they have this faith is so very, very important. Um, so anyway, daily, our, our, our staff is still trying to bring that type of um, education to our children. Even is there a, is there, um, during the school year, is there a regular mass schedule that the kids follow? Oh, absolutely. So um, every Friday morning we have mass and our mass is at 815, which is with the rest of the parish, which is a beautiful thing. I think that they get to see um, the regular parishioners who are there, but the parishioners get to share the mass with them as well. 
Um, and we also have liturgical music on Tuesday afternoons where the boys and girls learn the music and the songs so that they can sing them and worship on Fridays. Um, we also are really blessed this year to have um, a campus minister. Uh, she's a, a new person to our school, but she helps me um, in terms of planning some of these events, right? Because um, my job is big, her job is big as well, but she sees some things that I don't see. One of the things that she does um, is right now is she's reaching out to all of the parents um, who have children at home who are struggling with their academics. Um, she's also reaching out to the teachers and seeing what kind of support that they might need at this time. So she's been invaluable with this as well. Um, we have a, a lot of other things too, though, at St. Joan of Arc with, uh, in terms of religion. One of the things um, that I really love is our faith families. Our faith families meet um, several times a year and we work on projects together. But the idea behind it is, is to work together with multi-age students. So we have in our faith families, um, kindergarten all the way through eighth grade and it's a blended approach. And it's generally um, in service. We do lots of service during that time. So, um, you know, one of the things that, you know, the, the proof's in the pudding here for me is that, you know, um, all of my kids have gone through St. Joan and, um, you know, my oldest is a Catholic school teacher, which I'm, you know, that's, that's, you know, God's country, you know, what basically you do and what uh, the great teachers of St. Joan and then one of my kids, you know, liked it enough that she's a Catholic school teacher. So I'm really happy about that. But I mean, I think academically, it is an unbelievable institution. I mean, I, I think in some ways, um, St. Joan of Arc Junior High is better than my Catholic high school. I, I just, I think that they, they're pushed, they're, you know, they're really good at all the, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic, um, and then they have that added layer of uh, the faith component. It's just, a, you know, for us, it's a no-brainer, um, but the, the thing that I, that I really, you know, um, have, have noticed is that the retention of teachers is so long. I mean, there's, there's some teachers that are there a long, long time, and you know that they could make more money um, elsewhere, but they like the faith component. They like the fact that there's a relationship based and they like what's going on there. Um, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. So I started talking about how we have such a wonderful staff. The thing with our staff is you're right. They could work pretty much anywhere else to, and have a better salary. But I think that they are really dedicated to our students. They're dedicated to um, their calling. And, and it is truly a calling to be a Catholic school teacher. Um, our, our staff is working hard during this time to learn how to bring their curriculum to the students' homes, you know, via lots of technology. Um, and we use technology during the regular school year as well. But I think it's really about um, knowing that their job is purposeful and meaningful and that when they get to see their students and what they do later in life, it's such a gift, right? They really feel like they've been part of this child's uh, life. And, um, and, and there's no better testament when you see them come back and tell us uh, about their story and about what they're doing in their lives. Yeah, you know, I, I, um, I think my, I don't know, my mom told me this or whatever, and I, I didn't really understand it until I was, you know, raising kids myself. She says, listen, I'm not trying to raise the perfect kid. I'm, right, I'm trying to raise somebody that's going to be a responsible adult. Absolutely. And, um, you know, 
gosh, I was a real pain in the neck, uh, Michelle, when I was uh, a kid. I just was like, I, I mean, incorrigible, I guess you'd say that. And so, um, but the, the patience and, uh, the, the, that these folks put in there, I just look back and I'm, I'm so grateful for that. And I, I think that's what you're talking about is, you know, you get the Mrs. Fetex of the world who've been, who've been there for a long, long time and taught all my kids and, you know, just a terrific math uh, teacher. And um, I just see the commitment that, that she's had over the years and a number of other teachers too. I mean, we have, we have uh, teachers that are teaching NASA stuff yes. and how to fly drones and all these types of things, which are just, you know, pretty amazing. Absolutely. And it doesn't end there. It's sort of like what you were just saying, how they don't give up on you. The teachers don't give up on you. Um, I have these teachers who are coming in with new innovative ideas all of the time, trying to inspire their students, inspire them to be curious learners, inspire them to do things that they never thought they could do before. And those who are not there where we want them to be, we take them under our wing and we say, okay, listen, I, I know you're struggling, so let's go ahead and figure out why. We call their parents, we talk to them. It's important um, that everyone feels um, like they're in. And, and that's the teachers and the students. So um, talk a little bit about, um, you know, maybe some people don't know about St. Joan, uh, the school. Um, talk a little bit about uh, what, what you think that St. Joan of Arc's place in the Lyle community and, and the Western suburban community is. Well, St. Joan of Arc brings a lot to the community, to be honest with you. I, I see it every day between what we do for service, but also, what we're giving out to the rest of the community. A lot of our people go on to be um, students in the area and then they give back to their community as well. Um, I'm shocked actually every day about how many people actually went to St. Joan of Arc. They'll talk about, well, now I'm you know, a lawyer that is down the street, but I went to St. Joan of Arc and I went to Bennett or I went to um, Lyle High School or just in you know general area. But so we're, give, we're producing students and, and community members who really want to stay and to give back to their community. Um, I would say that um, more than half of the parents that we have are there because they were students at St. Joan of Arc. And I think that's a beautiful thing. You know, um, my Catholic school in Yakima, Washington is closed. Oh. So it was at one time it was, I, I want to 700, 800 kids and uh, it was thriving. And, you know, people had a lot more kids back then. I mean, like I said, yes. I'm one of one of 10 and there's a number of families that have the same amount and people have less kids. But um, it's my belief that something quality like St. Joan of Arc uh, needs to be cultivated and to uh, be given back to and to always be first in our mind. What kind of, for the folks that are alumni of um, or parents of alumni, what kind of things can they do to give back to St. Joan, to, you know, for all that St. Joan's given to them? Well, one of the things I think would be very beneficial is to get the word out there, right? For other people to know how wonderful St. Joan of Arc is. I think the, the biggest testimony is from people who have lived it, who or have had their children gone through themselves. Um, so that's the first thing that I would say. Uh, the second thing I would say is come back, volunteer, let us know who you are and, and, and your experience because everyone has so much to give in terms of time and, and talent. 
Um, I've recently met a few new people, new to me, but not new to St. Joan of Arc, and we've talked a lot about different um, things that they do now in their lives, and they, they've kind of offered to jump in and help me with a couple of things, and I think that kind of relationship is invaluable. So um, I would say to the alumni to get the word out there about St. Joan of Arc, but also to come back. Come back and, and help us um, be as great as we can be. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I will be the, the guy that asks for money. So anyway, so it costs a lot of money to <laughs> yes, run a Catholic school. Yes, and, um, and one thing, one thing about um, sometimes uh, about really, really nice people like Mrs. Piccioni is that she wants your time, she wants your talent, and uh, I, I want like your treasure. So um, one of the things that, that can be done is um, there's a lot of students that uh, or parents of students that want to send their kids to St. Joan of Arc, um, but just can't make that extra, you know, grand or two that that would put them into the place place where they can do it. So there's a great um, uh, scholarship program at St. Joan uh, that was put in place a long time ago uh, with Sister Carolyn, and and basically it's a fund that if folks come to Mrs. Piccioni and want to want to, to attend St. Joan of Arc, let's say that they can, they can only afford half of the, the tuition, there's money there to, to, to provide for these folks to do this. And, you know, it's all anonymous. It's all, you know, absolutely. but it's great. It's absolutely great. So we'll talk a little bit about that. You know, I'm really glad that you did bring that up because honestly, we've been tapping into that a little bit this year, at this very end of the year with our COVID-19 and so many of our families being out of work or their situation has changed. Um, and it's a gift. Uh, Catholic education is a gift. And so when uh, families donate to this Adopt-A-Student, we are giving lots of families opportunity to come to our school. Um, it is an anonymous thing, and every year we do some things to fund it. Um, but most of that funding comes from families, families who have found that St. Joan of Arc has been a great um, value for their family, but also a great experience. Um, some of the donations that we get are from the parish, people who haven't even been part of our school, um, but they see what we do on a daily basis. So that's absolutely fabulous. Some of the donations are coming from the community because again, they know what we give back to our community in terms of service and, and the students that are coming out of our school as leaders in the area. Um, but a lot of the donations come from the hardworking families who are there. And because they want everyone to have that same opportunity as they do. So even though it's hard for them to donate, they donate as well. Um, our adopt students. Right. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, our adopted student funds um, are able to serve uh, hardworking families every year. And um, it, it's, it's great. The other families don't know who the recipients are. So there's, there's no um, you know, shame or anything that's tied to it. It's really just a beautiful opportunity to give everybody that same experience. Right, and you know, um, one of the things that, that I think is, is great with that is that you know, um, the people that, that, that St. John puts out, I mean, listen, I own a couple of businesses. Uh, I have a law firm and we've had numerous St. Joners work here and I trust them. They're, they're really smart, they're, they're, they're really hardworking, but they're faithful, they have integrity. They're, they're folks that, that, you know, that's been practiced and instilled in them through their families, through, through, through school, et cetera. 
I have another company where, um, you know, our top guy uh, is a kid that went to St. Joan of Arc and uh, just is a really, really good, good guy. And, and I, he's working, works like, like crazy, but all these people are products St. Joan of Arc. So I, my feeling is, is that folks that employ St. Joan of Arcers um, should give back and as well as the alumni. So I'll put the harder touch on um, than you will, uh, Michelle, because I think it really does make a huge difference in how somebody ends up as an adult, um, uh, just just being part of that experience. So thank you so much for everything you do for the school. This is Biggioni. You are so very welcome. So very welcome. I love every moment of it, truly. truly. So another thing I wanted to talk about was the academic excellence. So there was yeah. one year that um, we that St. Joan of Arc uh, or the valedictorians at all the local high schools, Lyle, Bennett, and um, I think it was St. Francis uh, were the valedictorians the same year. And then we've had other valedictorians recently as well that come out of St. Joan of Arc. Mm -hmm. And so not only are you getting the, the, the bang for your buck for the academics, which is rigorous and excellent and all of them, but you also get that, that other layer component. So to me, it's a good move. And I, I kind of put my money where my mouth is. I, I you know, send my kids there. But, um, but I just wanted to, to talk a little bit about the, um, what's going on in the future here um, at St. Joan of Arc. So I know that we're right now we're in this shelter in place and May 6th, um, we'd be, normally we'd be counting down the days till the end of the year. Um, I know Johnny is down in front of that computer, you know, talking to the wonderful teachers he's got. Um, on the computer, but when do you think we're gonna get back in front of real live people? I think we'll be getting back in August, I really do. I'm very hopeful that August will be our time. Um, I've, I watch the news and I listen to what the governor has to say. I, I listen to the health experts and um, we take our, our movement from the bishop and the bishop really is listening to what the governor has to say at this point. But I'm very hopeful. I really do think um, August will be our time. Father Gomonti, our superintendent, thinks we'll be back in August as well. Um, okay, great. However, you know, if we're not, I do have some fun things planned for the summer for the teachers. We're also, got? we're always working on professional development, right? So we have some teachers who have become incredibly proficient at some of the Google extensions like Pear Deck. Uh, Mrs. Kenny is going to be running a class on Pear Deck for the teachers. Um, you know, just different professional development sessions like that, because I think that um, we were thrust into this and we have been doing really well, but I think we can always improve our craft. Um, so during the summer, we always do this. This year, that it will be a technology focus. Um, but if we do have to go back to e-learning in the fall, we are going to be equipped and ready as always. Yeah, I, I was, you know, I, it, 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 there was not a hitch at all. I mean, I, I'll, you know, Johnny was thinking he was going to get a summer vacation, and all of a sudden uh, we were getting these emails and texts, and then to, where is where's Johnny? We need to get him on the computer and get him going. And so Johnny's bubble was burst there, and so it was off the skateboard and into this classroom, which is, you know, listen, my feeling is, uh, you know, he's, he's better off with his friends and doing that kind of stuff, um, but. Yeah. But anyway, so listen, I wanted to thank you so much for, uh, for coming out. I, I, um, I'm hopeful that we can tap into you uh, and, and talk to you later about uh, school next year and put this out because um, 
I don't think they're, it's my favorite, this is my favorite charity, our parish, St. Joan of Arc, and then the school, St. Joan of Arc School, it just puts out some great, great alumni. We have great teachers, great staff. Um, you know, our, our uh, parish folks on the staff are excellent and they work hand in hand. And we're blessed to be in this group, in this uh, parish. And, and so uh, it's an easy sell for me, Mrs. Piccioni. So I'm hopeful that we'll, we'll get more and more families that will want to uh, be there so that you guys can, can help their kids. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Mr. Shannon. I really appreciate all of your support. All right. Take care now. You too. Thank you for listening to the opening statement with Joe Shannon. You can find us on the internet at shannonlawgroup.com or telephone our office at 312-578-9501. Have a terrific day.